Welcome to the Power of Faith and the Ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. It's um, wonderful that I've got a chance to speak to you like this, that uh, although we're in lockdown still via the internet, I can still communicate with you. And you know, I, I know that people are very distressed at the time because of the coronavirus and the lockdown and all the other issues. And it is troubling people and disturbing people. And the screen is so full of, unfortunately, the people who are dying. And the sad thing is with so many of them that until recently when the law has been changed, uh, loved ones could not be with them and they've, so many of them have died alone. And you know, it just reminds me of a scripture, and I was reading from Luke 8, and it's actually verse 45, the woman who, in her distress, came to Jesus, and she wanted to touch him. And the interesting thing is, it's this question of touch which is so important. And the reason I'm dealing with it is because at the moment, that's the one thing you can't do is touch people. We've got to keep this distance. And uh, if we touch things, we're supposed to wear gloves. Not that I am. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not going to get any virus out of my Bible. But it's this sensitivity. And, and then, uh, through my ministry, what I found is people uh, so often come to me, people that are sick and have problems, and they want me to lay my hands on them. They want that sense of touching them. And um, of course, which is what we do, we do lay hands on people, we do touch them. But the interesting thing is, I really want to turn people not to myself, but to Jesus. And that's why, if you listen to me when I'm speaking, so often I say, no, I'm not a healing evangelist, I can't heal anybody. The only people that can heal you, the only one who can heal you is Jesus himself. And so, in a sense, what I'm trying to encourage you to do is to reach out and touch Jesus, whatever your problem is. But then, of course, so many of you say, well, look, we can't touch Jesus, can we? Because he's not here. But the interesting thing is, is that when I was reading this scripture, preparing for talking to you now, the thing that came to me was this, but even that woman with her need, and remember, she'd been bleeding for so many years and the doctors couldn't heal her and she'd spent all her living. I've got the feeling she sold her apartment and paid the doctors and they couldn't cure her. And her desire was that Jesus would heal her. But two things happen. One is because of her unworthiness she couldn't come up to him, and also she was somewhat ashamed of the sickness that she had. And so for two reasons, one is because of a sense of shame, she didn't want to confront Jesus. And secondly, it was um, a sense of fear and somehow, so what did she do? 
she touched the hem of his garment. So this woman, with this powerful miracle, that instant the bleeding stopped, and that was so touched by Jesus that Jesus asks this question in the crowd. He says, who touched me? She hadn't touched him. She'd only touched the hem of his garment. And I want you to understand that even that touching the hem of his garment, Jesus knew that virtue had gone out and that healing had come. And of course, he turns and he says to the crowd in general, who touched me? The disciples rebuked him and said, look, you're surrounded by hundreds, maybe thousands of people. How can you say which one of them touched you? But Jesus knew and the woman knew. And you know, this is the interesting thing. When you're coming to Jesus, no, you can't actually touch him. But that woman didn't touch, didn't touch him. He didn't lay his hands on her. Nor did she actually physically touch him. She only touched the hem of his garment. And you know, I'm simply saying, look, this is the message to you today. Whatever your problem, whether it's sickness, financial, or, 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 or distress because of what's happening, come to Jesus. You can touch him. You can touch him intimately in your prayer, in your meditation, simply as you reach out. And just as with that woman, Jesus knew, although there was no physical contact, Jesus knew. And I want to reassure you that if you reach out to Jesus wherever you are, whoever you are, you may be living alone, you may be in hospital, wherever you are, if you reach out towards him, he knows. And just as that woman, she received her healing. But it's the big thing, it's that when Jesus said, I know somebody, what he's saying is, I know somebody's touched me. Who? And so the other side of this is, Jesus wants to know more about you. Come on. Jesus actually wants to know more about you. Who are you? Why don't you talk to him? You know, there's to be an old song, uh, just keep a little prayer wheel turning as a Negro spiritual, I suppose. Just have a little talk with Jesus and he'll make it right, all right. So let's keep a little prayer wheel turning. Let's keep on touching. Let's reach out because Jesus knows who you are. Talk about all your troubles. He will hear your faintest cry. This is the spiritual, necro spiritual. He will hear your faintest cry. He will answer by and by. The answers are not always immediate, but the answer will come. A lot of people talk to me about healing and of course they're expecting instant miracles and I must confess that in evangelism, when I'm only meeting people maybe once in a lifetime, it's important that they receive that healing. Just, it was the same with Jesus. But in my own personal case, it's quite interesting that the two major miracles that I've experienced, both cancer, you know, the lung cancer in 1964 and the uh, 
and, and the, that, that, sorry, that was the throat cancer in 1964 and the lung cancer 18 years ago. And you know, the amazing thing is this, I prayed, but my healing wasn't instant. In both cases, both with the throat cancer in 64 and the lung cancer 18 years ago, it took three months, three months of prayer before the answer came. And I want to encourage you, because if you actually find my real testimony of those two, the answer came because I didn't give up. And you know, when that woman came to Jesus in the crowd, she could have been so easily put off by the crowd. Oh, how can I get to him? I can't. How will he? No. I'm simply saying, don't be put off by the crowd. Don't be put off by the obstacles and difficulties. You come, and when you do, Jesus will meet with you. Let me just pray with you. Father, we just come in prayer, and I just pray for people watching this program who are going through great distress at the moment, and I know so many are. Father, I pray that in their distress, whatever it is, it, it can be sickness, it can be financial, but it can be all the other things, because there's an awful lot of people with mental distress and fear, whether it's fear or distress, whatever it is. Father, I just pray that when these people reach out to you, just give them that assurance that you will answer, that you know who they are. Father, grant that in Jesus' name. So don't forget, just reach out to him now. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Listen to the next program. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. 
We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Worship used by kind permission of Vinesong, www.vinesong.com.